Good evening and welcome to the Credit Repair Show with your host, the credit doctor, Angelo McCutcheon, here to bring you another podcast on the credit repair process. First, giving a shout out, as we always do, to all of our supporters, all of you guys and gals who download, listen to, subscribe to my podcast. I really, really really appreciate you guys and gals of course i want to thank you guys who email me call me uh, follow me on all my other platforms and encourage me to keep doing what i'm doing just by the fact that when you guys reach out to me you tell me you really are enjoying the podcast and not just enjoying it but you're really getting information on how to repair your credit, how to deal with debt collectors, how to write dispute letters, uh, how to respond to collection letters, of course, how to work with attorneys uh, and all that good stuff. I really appreciate your responses because that motivates me to keep doing what I'm doing. And so we're going on close to two years now of this podcast, and I am totally grateful that I can bring you this information. And so I want all you guys to continue to enjoy, continue to share this podcast with your friends and your family, continue to subscribe, continue to follow me on my other platforms. And of course, if you need to reach out to me, all of my contact information is always in the description of any one of my podcasts. You can always reach out to me from my email, to my TikTok, to uh, my Instagram, to Facebook, all that good stuff is right there in the description. All right, so with that in mind, we're going to be talking to you about Credit Karma today. We got some information about Credit Karma. And again, a lot of times when I'm sharing or I'm teaching, and I've been doing this now for years, but when I'm teaching about certain things in the credit industry, and sometimes I try to encourage people to connect with or avoid certain things, and sometimes people give me pushback, but then in time, it comes out to support exactly what I'm saying, whether it's talking about uh, certain uh, debt collectors who have been sued for uh, giving out false information uh, that I've talked about years ago, or in this case, something that I've talked about, Credit Karma, years ago, and I keep saying it, and now the government has just jumped on it, and they basically just end up finding Credit Karma for what we're going to talk about today. And so buckle up your shoes, buckle up your whatever needs to be buckled up, and let's take a ride down the Credit Karma Expressway. Again, this is the Credit Repair Show with your host, the credit doctor, Angelo McCutcheon. I'm going to be reading. Now, before I begin reading this article, what I've been saying to people for some time now is it's okay to have Credit Karma as long as you're just using the free site and understanding that the information that they give you, let's say your credit scores are based on the Vantage score. And I've done podcasts where I've talked about the difference between your FICO score and your Vantage score. 
and the fact that Credit Karma, everybody knows, uh, will give you two of your credit reports being TransUnion and the other one being Equifax. They will give that to you for free. You can monitor anything that goes on your credit report through them. But what I always said was stay away from their pre-approvals. I've always said stay away when they say, hey, your score now says that you have a great chance of getting this credit card or applying for this mortgage or getting that credit card. And I've always told people, people wonder how could Credit Karma, you know, give this, you know, this monitoring system out for free. And it's because they make their money on the back end. That is, anytime you click on any of their uh, pre-approvals that they send you or say you may be qualified for a credit card, a loan, an auto loan, a mortgage, whenever you click on their link, that's how they get paid. And so if that's how they get paid, they're not always on the up and up in terms of saying that, um, you know, your approval rate is like 50%, you know, you're pre-approved to get this uh, credit card or this mortgage. And you look at it, but, oh, oh, I can apply for that. They said that credit card said I can, I'm pre-approved to get this credit card or pre-approved to apply for this mortgage or this auto loan. And I always tell people that be careful because that's just how they get paid. It's not guaranteed that you're going to get those approvals. And people are surprised sometimes when they think, even if their score says that they may be at 600 credit score or the TransUnion, Equifax, excuse me, says that they're about a 600, 650, that does not guarantee or even mean that whatever pre-approval they suggest to you, that you're going to get it. And I want you guys to be aware of that. And I've been saying, hey, people, be careful. Don't always click on those pre-approvals. Don't always click on those odds. Some people do get it. Some people don't. But a lot of people have been deceived into thinking that, hey, if Credit Karma says I'm pre-approved for this, then, hey, I can get it, even though their score is at 590 or 600. No, Credit Karma just sends those things out because that's how they get paid. And I've told people for years to stay away from that, particularly if you know your score isn't that good off the back. And because of that, now it has just come out, and we're going to talk about, when we come back from this break, how the Federal Trade Commission just fined Credit Karma for those pre-approvals that they've been sending out to the consumer saying that they are pre-approved to get this mortgage or this credit card. We're going to talk about that, and we're going to read the article directly from the federal, which came from the Federal Trade Commission site. So you're listening to The Credit Repair Show with your host, The Credit Doctor. We'll be right back right after this. All right, welcome back to The Credit Repair Show with your host, the credit doctor, Angelo McCutcheon. And of course, we're talking about Credit Karma and what has just recently happened to them. So I'm going to read from this article, and you can always Google it and find the article. Uh, But it says, 
Uh, the Federal Trade Commission fines Credit Karma $3 million for false pre-approvals. Let me read it again. The Federal Trade Commission, and this article came out September 1st, 2022. The Federal Trade Commission fines Credit Karma $3 million for false pre-approvals. All right? So let me just read what this says. <clears throat> we'll talk a little bit about it as we go along. The Federal Trade Commission says it has ordered personal finance company Credit Karma to pay a $3 million penalty for telling consumers they were pre-approved for credit cards for which they were not actually qualified for. Again, this is what I've been saying for years. Stay away from those pre-approvals that Credit Karma gives you because that's basically just how they make their money. They tell you you're pre-approved, your odds are real good. Even when they knew, according to the article, when the consumer really didn't qualify. But they didn't care. They, they just trying to get paid. And so that's deceptive practices, which is a violation of the law. All right, so let me continue to read on. It says, according to a Thursday, September 1st news release, the funds will be given to consumers who wasted time applying for these credit cards. Credit Karma was also ordered to cease to stop making these type of deceptive claims, which the Federal Trade Commission says subject subjected people to unnecessary credit checks. So let's let's get into that a little bit. So number one, that money is going to be that three million dollars is going to be used to pay people who you know the government identified uh, as people applying for these credit cards and were denied based on the fact that Credit Karma said they had they were pre-approved for it. Now, I wouldn't go too crazy as far as how much money you would get if this affects you because there's a lot of people that have done this. And if you just do the numbers, <clears throat> if 3 million people uh, did this, that comes out to about $3 per person. So or less than 3 million, you might get $5, $20, $30, somewhere around. The money part is not that important to what I'm talking about. All right, so I don't want you guys to get caught up. But hey, that happened to me. I got to get my money. Yeah, you're going to get your money if that happened to you. But I'm just trying to reach out and give this information as validation of what I've been saying over the years so you guys who are listening to me now can understand. This is what I always say to my clients who have credit karma. Do not be clicking on those things because you really don't have a... A, a, a good shot of getting it if your credit score is not in the 700s. So if they send you're pre-approving you and your scores in the 600, 500s, the chances are you're not going to get it. So stay away from that. Again, Credit Karma just sends those things out because that's how they make their money. So of course the government came down on them, fined them for this deceptive practice, said they're going to pay three million dollars. And that's going to go to people who actually uh, was deceived by that. And then the second half, Credit Karma has to stop 
using the term pre-approved for credit cards or pre-approved for a mortgage or pre-approved for an auto loan. So going forward, they're going to have to stop putting that in there. And so we'll definitely keep an eye on that to make sure that they're doing that. So let's read on a little bit more. The Federal Trade Commission alleged that between February of 2018 and April of last year, 2021, Credit Karma falsely told a number of consumers they've been pre-approved for credit. So again, this is only between February of 2018, even though I believe they've been doing it longer than that. But this is only going to be if if you've had this happen to you between the year 2018 and 2021, you will fit in that category. All right. So it says this led consumers to apply, which led to a hard inquiry on their credit reports and potentially damage to their credit scores. Again, what I've been saying says Credit Karma knew that it purported pre-approvals, quote, pre-approvals conveyed false certainty to consumers based on the results of experiments, also known as A-B testing or split testing, showing that consumers were more likely to click on offers saying pre-approved than those saying that they had an excellent odd of being approved. Quote, that's from the Federal Trade Commission said in their release. So let's talk about that. So Credit Karma knew, right, that when they said pre-approved because of their testing that they did, experiment testing, if they used the term pre-approved, that people were more likely to click on that than if they just said, hey, you have an excellent odds of getting this or you have good odds of getting this. But they used the word pre-approved. They knew people would click on that. And again, they knew that it wasn't certain that the people who click on that was going to get those uh, credit cards. So again, deceptive practice, a violation of the Fair Credit Reporting Act. So they said, hey, you guys, number one, you got to stop doing this, and we're going to use this money to pay back people who were affected by this. And those people are anybody that, that did this between February of 2018 and April of 2021. That's the time frame. All right. So, and again, let's look at it says also known they did this through a what they call A B testing or what we call it as split testing. Now, what that is, have you ever went on to a website? Have you ever went on to a website and at the bottom of that website it says, Hey, we apply cookies, uh, and then you click on OK or something like that, you accept it. Now, when you do that, now let's just say you were looking at a a product about, I don't know, air fryers, right? And you click on the cookie thing that says, okay. And then you notice when you go out, okay, I'm not going to buy this air fryer. But then you go out of the website and you go on Facebook. And then as you're scrolling, you'll see an air fryer. Or you go to other pages and you'll see, or YouTube, and you'll see uh, 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 air fryer commercials, that's testing. That's they, In other words, what they're trying to do, when you click on those cookies are set up to mean that how many times can I show you this air fryer before you click on it and decide to buy it? So those cookies track wherever you go, and they'll send up commercials about air fryers, or it could be clothing, pants, shoes, anything. That's testing. 
And so you should always not click on cookies, not accept that, because it will follow you no matter where you go, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, other websites. And that's what Credit Karma did with their pre-approvals and their testing, A-B testing. How many times will people click on it? How many times will I have to show the word pre-approval before people actually click on it? And they found out people clicked on it a lot, so they started using it a lot. Instead of saying you have excellent odds or good odds or your odds are not that good, they just said, hey, you're you're being pre-approved even though they knew it was just a lie. Now, this is what Credit Karma says. Credit Karma Chief Legal Officer Susanna Wright said in a Thursday news release that the company disputes the Federal Trade Commission's allegation but reached an agreement with the agency to avoid disruption to our mission and maintain our focus on helping our members find the financial products that are right for them. So basically, they settled for $3 million as long as they put in there that, you know, we don't agree to what you guys are saying, but we'll give you guys, we'll, we'll put $3 million just because we don't want to go through the fighting process. You know, language that they use. That, hey, we're not saying that we're guilty, but we're going to settle it anyway because we don't, we don't want to go through this fight. Reading on, Credit Karma argues that the Federal Trade Commission's allegations center on the company's past use of the term pre-approved. Uh, yeah, that's what it's centered on. For a small number of offers and do not challenge the approval language the company has used since April of 2021. So basically, they're kind of admitting that they was using those words, but saying, that, hey, you know, we stopped using that since April of 2021. Yeah, but you used it to a whole lot of people from 2018 to 2021, April of 2021. So I really just wanted to bring that to you guys' attention. Please, you can have Credit Karma. Use them as a monitoring system. Understand that the scores they give you are your Vantage scores, not your FICO scores. Uh, You can go back and check out my podcast on the difference between Vantage score and FICO score. Also understand that when you use Credit Karma, they're going to give you two of your credit scores, TransUnion and Equifax for the most part. But stay away from clicking on anything that they offer you as an opportunity to get a credit card or a mortgage or an auto loan, stay away from that. You heard it here from the credit doctor, Angelo McCutcheon. And I want to say thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for downloading my podcast. I appreciate all you guys and all you gals. And as we often say, stay blessed. Whatever you do, stay blessed. But what's even more important is that you are a blessing. And with that, we say have a blessed day.